Sports Podcast. I am your host, David Graff. Joined alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Robert Munoz. We've got a great episode for you today. We're going to talk a little regionals basketball. The regionals are getting going here in the state of Wyoming. want to dive into that. Robert does a great job covering all of the Cheyenne High School basketball teams. So I'm going to ask him about that. Then we're joined by Brad Murphy, the general manager of the now-named Ford Wyoming Center in Casper. We talked to him last week heading into the state championships for wrestling that were held at the Ford Wyoming Center here in Casper. We just kind of found out what goes into all of these state tournaments and planning them and doing all that. So there are there is some conversation about the wrestling, which happened last weekend. And, of course, to wrap up the podcast, going to talk a little bit about that wrestling. I was there for the state championships, ran into Wyo Sports editor, in chief, if you would, the chief head honcho, Jeremiah. And uh, he told me a little bit about wrestling because I didn't know anything truthfully about wrestling going into last weekend. I still don't know that much, but I've been asking around trying to learn as much as I can. So we'll talk a little bit about that. I have a few thoughts about wrestling on the other side, but first, Robert, how are you doing today? Doing great, as always, Mr. Graf. Weather is warm. Brings out a little bit of a better mood, right? Um, before it gets cold again here, uh, who knows? But it will get cold again here shortly. It's guaranteed to get cold again. Oh, yeah, no doubt. We're not living in SoCal or Arkansas where you grew up. We're in the tundra, pretty much. Yeah, we're not in North Carolina either i went to a signing at casper college yesterday one of their soccer players is headed to north carolina to play at gardner webb university and he just kept hammering home how excited he was for the warmer weather just super excited about the warmer weather and its opportunities in north carolina so good for bryce hoffman little shout out there for him let's dive into into hoops though that's that's what we all want to know about. It's it's prime time. This is where the season really matters. But truthfully, this is where champions start get their start. And the team that looks poised to win a state title, they look poised to win a state title last year as well. Cheyenne Central, Robert, how are they looking heading into regionals this week? Well, uh as most people know, Central didn't get the chance to go to the state tournament because they uh, lost in the playing game to Thunder Basin. So I think they have a little bit of chip on the shoulder. They're trying to get back to that state tournament. And the new tourna- tournament format that the state – has put into place, you got to win a game to get into the state tournament, and that used to not be the case. And so uh, it's March, you know, and that's what happened to Central last year. The best team went down early. And I remember prior to the season, I had talked to Central coach Tag Lane a little bit about that, and he said it was kind of like when Virginia went down 
couple couple years ago. It would have been, I think, 2018. He said it was kind of like that. Uh, get, got down early, and they came back, and they won a national championship the following year. So he put that into perspective, and he said that was kind of the message floating around the team early in the season, and I think that they're playing really well. They're peaking right now, and tough team to beat. That's a good comparison. Obviously, you want to be like you want to be like Virginia in the sense that you're going to come back and redeem yourself and win that title. Do you think anything is really standing in the way for Central? To be completely honest, I I, I don't think anything. Uh, what seems to be the kryptonite is Thunder Basin, and they beat Thunder Basin about a month ago or so, and I think they kind of got over that hump, and it's made them – more confident coming out against that team. I, I I don't really know if I see anything stopping those guys, no. Because like I said, I think they're watching them. I think they might be playing their best right now and peaking at the right time. Throw out a wild scenario. What has to happen aside from their kryptonite, Thunder Basin, showing up and showing out? What has to happen in order to knock off Central? Two of their guys get injured or some crazy COVID something happens. I don't know. Something along the lines of that. <laughs> or if uh, they just play their worst game, you know, uh, teams could, one team could get hot. They could have the worst game of the, of the season. We see it all the time in March. Don't we, don't we, David? Anything's possible in March. Anything is possible in the COVID era. I didn't even think about a possible COVID thing. Oh, man, that would be devastating. Yes, because I believe that if you have uh, COVID issues, then you are automatically done and the opposing team advances. So stay, stay, stay safe out there. Yeah, it's definitely the time if, you've, if you're in the state tournament or you got a kid in the t- state tournament, you know, maybe – Wear a mask. I don't. I don't know. I, wash your hands. That you've heard all of the things a million times before. Now, let's go back here. You mentioned that the regional format is kind of new. You got to win a game to get into the state tournament. What do you think of that format in and of itself? Uh, I'm not a big fan of it. I know a lot of people aren't as well. Cause it. I don't know. I think it should be double elimination. And. That's just my thoughts on it. I think, like I just said, a team could have one bad game. And does that determine their ability to win the state championship? I don't know. But that's just my thoughts on it. What what do you think, David? Double elimination for a tournament in March is a crime, okay? The NCAA tournament has set the standard. doesn't matter what kind of tournament you're having whether it's high school basketball, cornhole, connect four, I don't care what you're playing, it's single elimination in the month of March. Granted, the fact that you have to like win a game to get into the tournament, especially if you're the top team like a Cheyenne Central, that that doesn't sit right with me personally. Yeah, and that's the I mean, I do kind of agree with you, what you just said, the single elimination thing. 
but I agree with you on the back end of what you said. Doesn't sit sit well when the best team, or arguably the best team in the state, team that only lost one game all season long, doesn't get to appear and play for a national or national championship, a state championship game. It it just it doesn't seem fair at all, honestly. But I mean, it, it does add some drama and some intrigue, obviously, with Central's upset last year. It, it opened the door and, and made for an exciting tournament. What what about the other teams down there in Cheyenne? I, East, obviously, led by Graydon Buell, has a solid team. But do you think that they can actually make some noise in this state tournament? Absolutely. Um, the only team that's beaten them this year is Central. 15 and 2 and Central's handed in both of their losses. So they'll, they'll play they'll play Laramie tomorrow. Um loser is eliminated. Central plays South tomorrow. So uh the winner of those two games play and Central and East could very well play tomorrow evening and Thursday evening and uh it's tough to beat a team three times so we'll have to see what east brings to the table if that scenario plays out let's say that scenario does play out and we get central and east do you think that Graydon buell is going to have a little something extra after after the last few times he's not quite looked like his normal Graydon? i'm a special athlete buell self uh he definitely looked like all-state basketball player in their last matchup last week. He had 31 points, um, willed the team back. They were down there trailing by 18, I think, late in the third quarter. Central had all the momentum going into the final quarter, and Graydon, uh, he, he willed the team back. They're, they were only down by three at one point, and I think he scored eight consecutive points, something like that. So he looked like himself, but it's just, uh, I think Central just has more depth, and that's all it is. And they have the size advantages. They just have a lot a lot of length on the court. You know, Lawson, Lawson obviously, Lawson Lovering, former guest on the podcast, the seven-footer, future CU buff. And they also have a 6'8 fella in Cade Burns who, I mean – is you can't you just can't get past that size you know especially at the high school level yeah that kind of size would present challenges for the university of wyoming cowboys let alone cheyenne east so yeah and those guys are playing utah state tonight the pokes and or tomorrow thursday pokes playing utah state thursday david that's correct They'll play. They'll play after this podcast is done recording. That we're recording during my lunch hour on a Wednesday. So, not not a whole lot of pokes talk. Honestly, they've had too many games canceled. More games than podcasts we've not recorded canceled. So, yep. What what else? What else should the people know heading into these regionals? I think that. People should know 
I don't know. Anything can happen. Just like it did last year. I think uh, it's a big, big credit to the teams and the parents and the coaches and everybody who got through the season and got to this point for sure. Yeah, no doubt. It's been an absolute blast following along all season. And it's going to culminate up here in Casper with a state championship at the newly named Ford Wyoming Center. Robert and I talked to the GM of the Ford Wyoming Center last week going into the state wrestling championships. So you're going to hear that interview now with Brad Murphy. And then on the other side, I was there this past weekend at the Ford Wyoming Center for the wrestling state championships. And I got a few thoughts about wrestling and the state championships as well. It's uh, so look forward to that on the other side. All right. Thrilled to be joined now by Brad Murphy, the general manager of the newly named Ford Wyoming Center. Brad, how are you doing today? I am fantastic. Just excited to be here and uh, in Casper we're getting prepared for state wrestling and state basketball tournaments and it is a very exciting time for all of us. Well tell me a little bit about that. Obviously last year's state tournaments got cut down a little bit. What's it been like just preparing especially with all of the COVID restrictions? What's that been like for you and your staff? Well, um, it's a process. I mean, obviously, we've we've got mandates and policies and procedures we have to follow and, and regulations, obviously. But we're working with our, our local and state and county health officials. And really, I mean, it's just making sure that we uh, do what they ask us to do and make sure that the T's are crossed and the I's are, are dotted. And we are safe. And I think that's the biggest thing that we're trying to convey out there to our community is that the procedures, policies are in place and it is a very safe place to come to attend and watch a tournament. Yeah, I've certainly been around here walking a bunch, doing all sorts of stuff inside the Ford Wyoming Center. And I can attest how much they're putting into the safety to make sure that people feel comfortable coming in. How many people are gonna be here for the state tournaments? Obviously wrestling is this week and basketball is next week. What are you expecting in terms of crowds? Well, because the wrestling is divided into each classification is going a singular day, we've been granted a variance of 2,500 people as spectators. That does not include our participants in the building. So, I mean, we should maximize that number, I would hope, um, for each of those three days of the wrestling tournament. and. Probably similar for the basketball. Uh, what's exciting for the basketball is they're going to go over two days, so it's going to be intense. There's going to be a lot of basketball going on in, in a short period of time. But, uh, yeah, we've got great number of capacities, and, you know, i, I got to give kudos to, to our state, to our county health officials for really working for with us to make sure that we have those numbers so everyone can attend. What are some things that people attending – uh, the state championship events this year might experience differently than in years past? Well, I think, you know, we're, we're still under a mandatory mask mandate. So, you know, everyone is required to wear a mask in the building and that will be enforced. Um, we are still asking for social distancing. And, you know, we want like teams to sit together and we want like fans to sit together and, you know, keep your distance from, you know, someone who's from another town. So that's, you know, going to 
be a little bit different. Probably the biggest thing though that you're going to see though that's different is the way the awards are done. Normally we have big award stand and we have 2,000 people on the floor taking pictures and you know all the parents and the, the, the student athletes are hugging and that won't happen this year, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, we're still going to do a great presentation, but it will be you know more individual. The stands, the spectators will have to stay in the stands, take pictures from you know farther away. So that's that's the one thing that's going to be probably markedly different than what we've had before. I was up there covering um, state volleyball a few months ago, and everything seemed to be flowing well. Did did you guys run into any issues or anything during that with that? tournament we did not as of right now and knock on wood we have not had a single positive covid test uh, attributed to any event at the fort wyoming center not a one so i think our procedures are very good the extra sanitization and we had those electrical electric static sprayers that we we spray down the courts and the nets and the mats and all of that so it's safe from from a sanitization process what is different about the setup for wrestling and basketball? Uh, really, the courts and the, and the mats are the same. That hasn't changed. Um, just the format, because we're, we're, we're doing it so more intensely, like you know, wrestling on Thursday, those wrestlers are going to come in and wrestle all one day. Normally, they do that over a two-day period, but now we've got um, kids that may wrestle four or five times in a day. So... That's going to be different from the fact that we're going to be track, the, the track timing is going to be a lot quicker. They're going to go faster. Um, there really isn't, for the wrestling, there's no set, set schedule. If once you're done and the next match is going, they're just going to run straight through because, you know, we want to get the, the events done, get the kids back home and, and, and safe. I know that um, there's supposed to be 45 minutes in between matches for each wrestler. Um, do you see you guys being able to uh, just run smoothly and make sure all those breaks are done in a timely fashion? Right. We're, we're down to seven mats, um, one backup. Um, yes, we are required by the, by the Federation to, to you know, have 45 minutes between matches. So that will be closely monitored. Obviously, that is the WHSAA that's, that's doing that. Um, but yeah, it could cause some issues with timing. There's no doubt. So it's going to have to be one of those days where we're quite flexible and willing to just wait or move forward depending on how the matches are going. What are you most looking forward to about having basketball back? Obviously, that was the tournament that got cut short last year and didn't get to happen. So what does it mean to have the basketball players and those basketball teams back in the building? For us, it's about the, the fans and the student athletes and providing the greatest experience we possibly can for, for all of them. You know, we want them to come to Casper. We want to come, them to come to the Fort Wyoming Center and have a great time, whether it's you know eating at our concession stands or buying merchandise or being that participant on that floor. I mean, for a lot of these kids, it's a once-in-a-lifetime deal. And uh, to be able to come to the, to the Fort Wyoming Center and play in the state championship, that's a lifelong memory. And we want to do everything we can to make it a great memory. 
doesn't mean every kid's going to win, right? But it does mean that they got to come and participate in the state tournament. That's that's a huge thing. And uh, for us, it, it, it's monumental in their lives. But it's also huge to our community, too, because we want to showcase what we have here in Casper. What do you look forward to the most in terms of when this time run, comes around each year? Obviously, it's just every weekend, every week, like there's a new big event here in Casper. So what is what is that like for you and your staff? Well, you know, it's been interesting because, you know, we've been almost closed down for almost a year now. And uh, we're so excited to get back into the event mode because that's what we do. Uh, we don't do this business because, uh, you know, it's short hours or it's easy to do. We do it because we provide memories for a lot of people who come to this building. And that's what we, that's what we thrive on. I mean, yeah, there's some 12, 14 hour days when we have these events, but it's exciting. And you see these kids having fun. You have you see these parents having fun and you have, you know, fans that are excited. And for us, that's what we feed off. We feed off that momentum that, that is driven by our fans. And uh, we're just ready to get back into the mode. Our whole staff is back now. We're excited to have, you know, our part-time staff back as well. Um, you can just tell right now in the last two weeks, just getting ready, that there's a new vibe in our office. There's a new, you know, hope at the end of the tunnel. I mean, there's a light now, and it's going to happen. And, you know, starting this weekend, we're going to have a lot of people in our building, and that's going to feel really good. How exciting is it for you guys to just be back at work? Yeah, we're really excited, Robert. I mean, I don't think there's a single uh, employee of ours that's just like, oh, this is great. This is wonderful. You know, and it's not about that that we don't work long hours or we do work, work long hours. It's just that we're back to doing what we normally do. I mean, because it's intense. I mean, you go from wrestling to basketball to basketball to home and garden show to state pool to RMN events bringing 1,800 wrestlers here from all over, you know, this region to wrestle. I mean, to having concerts now, you know, where they load in at 7 a.m. in the morning and they're not out of here until 2 a.m. in the morning. But you make a lot of entertainment. You make a lot of memories for, for people from this community and throughout our state and our region. And that's, that's exciting for us. That's what we feed upon. Brad's been doing this for a couple of years here in Casper. What is your favorite memory in terms of working these events and putting them on for people from all over the state to descend upon Casper and, and cheer on their, their kids? Yeah, it, it's a, the tournament time is the best time of the year. There's no doubt. You know, and I've been here for almost five years and uh, just, you know, seeing that kid from a small town in Wyoming, like maybe Burlington, that comes here and gets to participate in a 8,000 8, seat arena in front of the whole state that's being streamed to all over the nation. That, that's exciting for that individual. I mean, I come from a small town in Montana and I know what it was like to go to the state tournament. And, it, and you get to go to the stores and you get to go you know, to the restaurants and you get to stay in this nice hotel with maybe a swimming pool. I mean, that's what it's all about. I mean, it's that excitability and, you know, just creating those great memories. And for us, I mean, that's, we're, we're part of that. We get to, we, we, we thrive on that momentum, that excitability that people bring to the, to the building. 
Well, I really appreciate you taking some time to talk to Robert and myself about what goes into these events, especially with wrestling later on this week. Anything else you want to share about the two upcoming tournaments? I just think that, yeah, it's going to be different, but at the same point, it's going to be a lot the same. And I think that's, for, for if I could say anything to our public about coming to the events, one, it's going to be safe, and two, it's going to be a great experience for, for everyone who comes. And come and enjoy it. Have a great time. This has been almost a year that we've all been kind of, you know, stuck in our houses and you know, not been able to maybe do some of those things that we wanted to on a social basis. It's safe. It's secure. You're going to have a great time when you come to these events. Brad Murphy, General Manager of the newly named Ford Wyoming Center. Really appreciate the time, Brad. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Robert. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that interview with Ford Wyoming Center General Manager Brad Murphy. We certainly appreciate his time and for you know teaching us a little bit more about what goes into these state championships that are held up here in Casper every year. Look forward to meeting with Robert face-to-face at the Ford Wyoming Center next week when we're both there for the state championships, potentially Central, potentially East, potentially Kryptonite, Thunder Basin. Who knows? Like Robert's been saying, it's March. Anything can happen, baby. I do think Laramie will give East uh, a great game tomorrow. Give them a little bit of a trouble, a little bit of trouble. But I do think East will prevail. That's good to know. Good note. Way to catch yourself in case Laramie pulls off a big time upset tomorrow. That's a that's a good good smart decision. Good business decision by Robert. There, I was at the Ford Wyoming Center this past weekend at the end of February, not quite March yet, to uh, take in the 4A State Wrestling Championships. And I got to say, I I didn't know anything about wrestling going in, but the way that those kids fought out there or wrestled, but just they just grinded it out. And the intensity that goes into high school wrestling here in the state of Wyoming, it's something to behold. Honestly, it's truly magical. And the way that every kid reacts – to winning a state title because there are so many different individual weight classifications that each kid, each kid from every school has an opportunity to not just win a team state title, but also come home victorious in their, in their own weight class. It's amazing. It's truly amazing to watch. And it's, it's one of those things that I, I certainly won't ever forget. And I thought it was so cool just how much each kid was each kid carried themselves in such a different way and each kid brought their own energy and swagger their own different brand of it into the into the mat onto the mat in the wrestling in the wrestling mat wrestling ring it, it's not a ring but it's on the mat it, it struck me particularly about Cheyenne, Cheyenne East, Landon Trujillo won the 120-pound individual state championship out of East there. And 
he he stood out to me so much. He was so calm, cool, and collected, and just it. He looked like he was in control of the match the entire time, yet he showed almost no emotion. Like you would have thought that somebody just like handed him five dollars when he was standing in line at the grocery store. Like it it was a. When he won the state championship, it was almost like business as usual. So I, that really stood out to me. It was unbelievable watching those kids. And congratulations to Natrona County as well. They took home the team state title. And they had a couple, couple of individuals who won individual state championships as well. They, those kids are impressive in their own right. The, the one thing, though, that, like, we got to figure this out with wrestling for people who are not hardcore wrestling fans is how does the team scoring work? How in the world does it work? Because I ask wrestlers, I ask coaches, I ask media members like Jeremiah, and nobody seemed to know exactly how the team scoring goes. So we got to figure this out. It's like NASCAR a while back, like, they were like, it's too hard to figure out how you get points in a NASCAR race. So we're just going to simplify it, and you're going to get points based on how you finished every single time. Nothing nothing else to it. we got to figure that out. There are too many different variations with the wrestling scoring. And, like, it's it's not, like, hard to follow. But, like, when a guy gets a pin, how many points extra is that? Like, when there are two guys from the same school, like – Nobody could nobody could give me a straight answer on how to break down the wrestling scoring in a, a simplistic way. So th- that's the only thing we got to clean up. But other than that, the high school wrestling, it, big fan. I am a big fan now. Those kids, those coaches, the emotion, the intensity of everything. It was it was just freaking cool, man. Really, really cool. Shout out to the other kids. Uh, from Cheyenne, who won state titles as well. I know there were a couple of them, but Landon really stood out to me in that 120-pound weight class. Well, David, I'm glad you uh, got to experience your own bit of some high school wrestling there. I'm sure it's exciting. That atmosphere is probably second to none, right? It really is. I mean, the the amount of parents, the way that people are going crazy from – the way it was set up this year, because, you know, everybody had to sit in pods at the Casper Events Center. So the pods kind of evened out to what school you were supporting. And so when the when the parents and the fans and everybody for, let's go with Natrona County, are all in one corner, but the wrestling match for Natrona County is all the way in the other corner, and you're watching, like, on the championship mat and the kid from Natrona County is like, he's doing his thing. And then the people from Natrona County are going wild and they're all the way across the Ford Wyoming center. It's just, it was pretty funny. It's electric dude. People get fired up, fired up. I've never seen so many flips like Ozzy Smith, dude. He didn't do as many flips as the kids did this weekend after winning wrestling matches. I I thought that was crazy. It, like the way that the way that as well, like you show a lot of 
respect to your opponent, but you also you get to little you get to showboat a little bit if you want. Get to, which is different than like, you know, high school basketball or football where, you know, you might get hit with a, a big penalty or a technical foul or something like that. Well, enough about me and wrestling. That it's just fun. It's good times. Good times. Can't wait for next season for those kids. Congratulations again to Natrona County on winning their first team state title since 1984. Going to wrap up the pod here. Robert, you got anything left? Nope. I just everybody. I just hope everybody enjoys some good basketball. Whatever it is. Uh, some conference tournaments, high school basketball, 1A, 2A state championships are going on right now. Just hope you enjoy some uh, hoops here in March. Yeah, I echo that. Be safe. Cheer on these athletes. Get them real pumped up. This has been an awesome year for high school athletics and just been a real joy to cover and whatnot. I'll be at the 1A girls and boys state championships tomorrow. So if you find yourself in Casper for those, come say hi. But uh, that'll do it for this podcast. Can't wait to reconvene with Robert next week and see where we're at going into the state finals and probably see Robert in person next week. I'd be recording this podcast from the uh, Ford Wyoming Center stands. So looking forward to that. Shout out to Shakewell for the music. Really appreciate everybody who's been subscribing to the podcast, listening to it, sharing it with their friends and family. It's absolute joy to cover Wyoming high school and college athletics and, you know, occasionally pro sports here in the Rocky Mountains. So really love doing this. Really appreciate all of the sport. And we'll talk to you again. Shout out any suggestions, baby. Now 